welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 79 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And we still haven't found a better name. We're terrible at branding. Help us. We, we, do we need a better name? I don't think that those muckrakers is like a real... It's not like Coke or Nike or Adidas, you know what I mean? Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, short, simple, and to the point is always what's, what wins, sadly. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just... We need something... The only better recognize... Like, no one knows what muckrakers mean. They read it and they're like, ugh, that doesn't sound good. And so they just sort of skimp on to uh, the next podcast. Uh... The only thing that I've ever had that is, sh- what, how did you put it, short to the point and whatever is, well, anyway, you know where that joke was going. Uh, yeah, everything else in my life has been long-winded and uh, uh, not necessary, I think. Maybe. So what could be a better name for our podcast that would get people to click on it? Just call us, like, those uh, boob talkers and just every uh, avatar for our show is just a different pair of boobs? Man, you know what we should have done? We should have gone with, like, uh, this world is poison and we are the cure. No, wait, that's a band. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, poison's a band. The cure's a band. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I was telling you a little bit. I did. Uh, I went back and did stand-up for the first time last night in years. Oh, yeah? And... How'd that go? <laughs> like, I say it went terribly, but I felt great afterward. Uh, it's just, I haven't done it in so long, it just turned into one of those, like, I, I didn't do my, my jokes as I had pictured them in my head, and it was kind of a just, like, uh, so, uh, like a three minutes of, like, rambly, like, uh, so, so maybe you felt great afterwards because you feed on human suffering. Or, I feed on my own suffering, I guess. I'm a suffering feedback loop. <laughs> so the worse you feel, the better you feel. Actually, that's not such a bad problem to have, except it also becomes a paradox, because as you feel better, you'll feel worse because you feed off of your own misery, but you can't be miserable if misery makes you happy. Oh, that's a, a killed-your-own-grandfather kind of paradox. It is, and that that uh, that set last night was so bad, it definitely killed somebody's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was fun. It was just good to get back on the horse and get back in the game, but I was just like, ugh, that was... I was going to record the set, too, and I was like, maybe don't record this one. Just go feel out the space, and I'm super glad that I didn't record it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's too bad that we don't have, like, uh, evidence of how terrible you did. Maybe it was great, and you just don't realize it. That, well, that's I mean, possible, too, yeah? You can generally judge by how good or bad your stand-up set was by how quiet the audience is that just means that they were paying attention they were fascinated by you they're all like <laughs> leaning in and clinging to every word because you're making some really good points up there they're like <laughs> nodding and saying yes yes tell us more tell us more they totally forget to laugh that just goes right my, past them my my set went like if you've ever met like a little kid that wants to tell you about his day and he's really excited but like <laughs> He's just like, and, yeah. and then, it ha- and I'm five, and then what happened was that the one time I went to school and there was a cheeseburger. Like, and you're like, God damn, dude, come on, take some breaths. Like, you got to plot this out. And the jury was there, and he had a popsicle, and he said, oh, can I have the popsicle? He said, oh, I can't have the popsicle. It's my popsicle. I could do, huh? Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, okay then. Pretty, pretty bad. Um, so speaking of with, uh, uh, with, with, <laughs> I can't of, really. Speaking of width, by which I mean height and length. I can't even po- I can't even podcast now. Um, so I have this I have this news story that comes from our home state of Georgia, but I wanted to share it with you as a uh, I want to know what you would do. All right. So an escaped Georgia prison gang inmate, James Hot Rod Owenby, is captured by police. 
apparently, uh, this guy <laughs> stole a car when he was out cutting grass. Was and... it a hot rod? <laughs> no, it was a city of Thomaston Parks and Public Spaces truck. So shouldn't he be James City Parks and Public Spaces McGuffey or whatever his last name was? <laughs> not James Hot Rod? Yeah, buddy, you're no longer James Hot Rod, ONB. You're James um, City of Thomaston Parks and Public Spaces, <laughs> ONB. Because you don't steal Hot Rods, bitch. You just steal public parks trucks. Yep. We, we have so, relabeled you, James. So, yeah, he stole the truck and uh, got away. And then I guess they were like, yeah, just put out a... APB for a slow-moving parks and rec vehicle, um, <laughs> and they caught him. Well, what's weird about it is, so this this was in, uh, what county was this? Um, this was in Dawson, Georgia, I believe. Mm-hmm. And what struck me weird about it was uh, they, like, he took off in an unknown direction. And I go, who was watching this dude? Like, that he was able to, like, steal a truck, and then they're like, which way did he go? And the guard's like, I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> we've been in places like that before, like Thomaston and Dawson and whatnot. Like, there's, like, one road. Did he go left or right? He went north by north-south. <laughs> like, just... I'm a Thomaston right, guard. Get, get two cop cars. You each go in a different direction. I'm sure you'll find him. <laughs> yep. And they did. Uh, but my so what, may, what the reason I bring up this this particular news story is I have two questions for you. Number one, what 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 kind of sentence would you have to have before you escape from prison? And if you were in prison because he was in a prison gang, what uh what what uh what prison gang would you join or would you not join and why? Uh, also, so... he was he was jailed for burglary, which I know only carries a couple years sentence. So that's why I'm like. At what point would you be like, I'm serving my sentence, or would you be like, I'm out? Home burglary? Yeah. Uh, let me think. So, I thought you were going to ask me what should what should his sentence be for stealing that truck, and I was about to say, um, just like put him in county for a few days and tell everyone what his crime is. Their mocking of him would be his own punishment. <laughs> but, um, okay, so how long would I have to be in prison before I would try to escape? Anything over a year, I think, and really? I would be yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Why? Why would I? Why would I stick around for that long? I mean, once I you're like... in, once you're in jail, your life is ruined, right? Like no one's gonna want to hire you whenever you get Cause, out. Because I feel so like you're, if my you're... life is fucked anyway. Who cares? What are they gonna do? Shoot me? Because I feel like your sentence for escaping is gonna be longer than the sentence you got. If it, you know, well, what's the what is the additional years for a tra- attempted escape? That's a good question. I don't know that. I've never been to jail. If uh, if that number is greater than the number of years that I've been sentenced to, then I will not try to escape. If it's over, then I will. But even then, like I'm gonna be bored. All I'm gonna do, all I'm gonna think about all day, every day, is how I can get out of there, and how you know what could people have possibly not have thought of it up to that point. So... I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what the sentence is for escaping prison but yeah you so you're but, anything over a year and you're like i'm out yeah now legitimately leg- for real um if i'm ever oh it's it's really not that bad it's one to three extra years so yeah yeah anything over one year and i'm like fuck it the worst case scenario this doubles my sentence but my life is ruined anyway because i'm you know just wasted a year of it in jail plus i have like this shit on my record every time i go to apply for for a job from now on. i don't think that escaping from prison should be well 
it, it, it should be a crime, but I don't think you should occur any extra penalties for escaping. Well, I mean, they're trying to discourage people from doing it, but... I mean, you're already in prison. It's like, I, I think you're pretty discouraged. I don't think anybody escape is going to be like, oh, I'm going to get an extra three years. I don't know. I think that it's just, that's my, my kind of, my motto in life is just one of those just like, if you can do it and get away with it, good for you. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> deterrence never works. So, I mean, you're right. Saying that there is an additional sentence is not going to stop anyone from trying. I think we should make it more fun. Like, if you escape from prison, there's an automatic, like, you know, bag of gold, uh, uh, like something crazy, like a bag of gold doubloons uh, uh, price on your head, and you can be brought back dead or alive. Uh, <laughs> but if you're out, you're out. You know what I mean? Like, if we catch you, we catch you. If we don't, we don't. But there's always that bag of doubloons floating over you. Uh, did you hear that news story Maybe. from years ago about the guy that was supposed to serve 20 years in prison and never showed up? <laughs> no, was it like a white-collar criminal that just had to voluntarily turn himself in? No, he had he had robbed a Wendy's at gunpoint, right? He didn't hurt anybody, but he had robbed a Wendy's. So they sentenced him. And here's the thing about prison is, the, in, I guess unless it's a particularly heinous crime, uh, you're convicted, uh, and then, like, I guess you go back for sentencing and then there's a specific time that you have to either drive yourself to prison or they send a prison bus to pick you up and then you you go in and serve your time. Hmm. And so this guy just like didn't show up and then they just through some kind of clerical error, they never came looking for him and so for 20 years he just like lived his life perfectly without stepping a foot over the line never got a traffic ticket or anything joined like his ch joined a church like ran a youth group like an outstanding member of society so he didn't run he didn't flee they just didn't go and get him and he just lived his life yeah and then when the 20 years ended they were like all right time to release this guy and they're like wait a minute hold on He's not here. Where is he? <laughs> Hold on. Head count. One, two, three. Uh-oh. <laughs> One, two, fuck. <laughs> um, and so at the end of the 20 years, they realized he never showed up. And then they were like, well, we got to go get him. <laughs> Do they, though? Yes. You have to serve your sentence. Oh, that's too bad. I don't remember what happened because last I read it was up in the air, but they were like, should we put this guy away for 20 more years? Or did the... Because he his whole life was spent with just like, I knew at any moment the they would kick in the door and they would come get me. I'm Googling this right quick. Hold on. Yeah. So I, I, I was just like, you Guy know what, man? to 20 years was never... He never showed up to his sentence. Yeah, I so I I was I just thought, reading that into my phone just to see I, what... I, um, I thought Cornelius that, like, Michael Anderson III. I was... So I, my prison. my opinion was like, dude, yeah, you know armed what? Armed robbery in 2000, sentenced to 13 years. Sorry, 13, um, not 20, but it's a lot of years. Due to a clerical error, his bond was not revoked when a warrant was issued for his arrest. It's unclear why he was not arrested in a prison service team, but apparently due to clerical errors, da, 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 this was in Missouri. Uh, they thought he was already in prison on July 25th, 2013, he was arrested and required to serve his 13-year sentence. The case stirred controversy when, da, 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 by April 2014, his case began receiving extensive national and international attention. Um, 
Uh, Anderson's attorney filed several appeals and petitions for his release from prison. And on May 5th, 2014, Anderson was released from prison. So he served two years. In 2014, he was arrested for another crime. (laughs) No! 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 What what was his other crime? Uh, Hold on, hold on. Uh, he was arrested for another crime, but subsequent videotape evidence showed that he could not have committed the crime and charges were dropped with an apology okay. by the circuit attorney, um, Joyce. Oh, man, because this was the feel-good story that made you go, God damn it! Stop committing crimes! You just won the jail lottery, you maniac! So, yeah, that, that's the rest of the story. He, uh, he served um, a bit of time in jail, and then they let him out again. I think he, he I don't like it. I don't like it, but I think it's fair. You got away with two years of a 13-year sentence. Uh, all right, you know what? That's that's fair. Uh, you really lucked out. Cause the... I, I think it's fair because he turned his life around within those 13 years. Yes, right? like yes. He proved that he could be a better person. And I wish, I wish that our prison system was like that. It made people, it forced people to become better people. Don't sentence them to be in a box for 20 years. Sentence them to be required to be a better person because right now in this life you are not required to be a good person you can be an asshole if you want and walk free on the streets flipping people off speeding uh riding people's asses whatever you can be an asshole it's okay (laughs) i think once you commit a crime it's no longer okay to be an asshole you are required to be a good person so you want to do like the chinese and reprogram people where we just like wherever you go you have a government official shadowing you and they're just going be a good person be a good person and you're like yes yes but only only for people that have committed crimes, not for everyone. China for, does that for everybody. I say just for criminals. Well, China, they China are required does, to be a good person. China does that for people that just happen to be like uh, Chinese but, Muslims. But yeah. <laughs> Stop but, being uh, Muslim. Stop being but, Muslim. Stop being Muslim. And you're like, oh, God, okay, shut up. But, but of course, if you, you know, kill people, then, yeah, of course, lock you up in a box if you're a danger to people. But if it's any other type of crime, I'm like a burglary or whatever. Then... I'm a big fan of, like, punishment fits the crime. And if you kill people, you are sentenced to a life of being an EMT in the most dangerous and heart-wrenching, like, neighborhoods and places in the world. So that you have to save lives and, like, hold, like you know, children that got shot in a drive-by and try to bring them back so that, like, every day you have to think about the fact that life is precious. And then if you fuck that up, we just lock you away forever. Holy shit, I like that idea. I want the punishment to fit the crime! If you robbed a Wendy's, guess what? You're gonna work at Wendy's, and you're gonna, uh, work, the, you're gonna work the worst shifts. You're gonna make all the burgers. You're gonna clean the grease traps. Is it a national holiday? Get your ass to Wendy's. You're working a double shift. Yeah. Is it the weekend? Too bad. Yeah. Fucking punishment fits the crime, dude. Like Mandatory double shift on your birthday. Sorry, you do the crime, you do the time. You rob this place, go work on your birthday. I'm just a big fan of just people going, fuck! (laughs) They forced (laughs) me to learn some goddamn empathy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's what I'm a big fan of. Um, Oh, and the the other question. So, you're in prison, right? Uh, What game would I join? What are my options? I don't know. Do you join a prison gang? Like, what do you do? How do you operate? Um, hmm. And I know while you're thinking about that, if I go to prison, I think the only time that I try to escape is when they just go, life! And I'm like, ah, I'm out. Hmm. Actually, I don't even think I would escape, dude. I think I would put all my, like, all my juices into becoming a prison lawyer. 
do you think that I could just become, like, find the biggest guy on the yard, right? And then go become his girlfriend. I think that's very easy to do. I think that's probably the easiest prison thing to do. And they, that's what they right. should and, tell and then you. I'd, and then I'd have my own pimp to protect me. That's, movies. That's not a. That's not a bad idea, right? Movies get people hurt. You know, movies are like find the biggest guy and whoop his ass. But yeah, really, no. He. He. Uh, do you think no one had that idea before you? Everyone right? had that idea because of movies. Yeah. He's, he's used to random people just walking up and trying to deck him. <laughs> movies should be like find the biggest, meanest guy. And suck and be, his dick. <laughs> yeah, be his fucking girlfriend. When he comes back to the cell in the evening, rub his feet. Make him dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, be one of those, what is it, like, focus on the family wives when they're trying to give, like, women advice, you know? When they're like, my husband just beats the shit out of me. And they're like, hey, girl, <laughs> uh, you need to pray to Jesus and just be the best wife he's ever had. I think, um, <laughs> God. Yeah, no, if, you, um, if you're not locked up in a box with him, uh, leave if uh, he beats you. <laughs> But if you're in prison, <laughs> rub his feet. Yeah, if you're in prison, girlfriend, rub his feet. He's had a long, hard day of stabbing, honey, and you got to know that he is the spiritual leader of, of your prison marriage. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that no, that's my... I would take the Andy Dufresne route. Uh, no, I, can't do, I couldn't do it with taxes because I'm terrible, but I would just become like an indispensable like legal guy. Like I would, I already have a master's degree, so I would immediately start going to like. Oh, online. then everyone, then everyone would need you for reasons yeah. other than sex. Yeah. So if someone's just like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna stab this guy with a shank, and then with my penis, uh, I hopefully would become invaluable enough that he'd be so, like, can't so, do that, man. He's my lawyer. Exactly. That's yeah. not a bad idea, actually. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that idea too. <laughs> You're gonna be the lawyer girlfriend. Exactly. Honey, not tonight. I've got a big case tomorrow. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta finish filling out my proposal, okay? Do, 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 do. Have all this paperwork and. Oh, uh, we're gonna I do... am swamped. <laughs> we're gonna die in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so speaking speaking uh, of death, uh, um... honey, I, I, got, I, got, I gotta fill this out. Could you hand me a pen? I said pen, not penis. <laughs> I said pen, not pen knife with a razor blade stuck in the end. Um, so this 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 ask Amy. Uh, this is not a particularly like crazy sensational one, but it, it led me to some other questions. So, um, oh, I do have some new uh, dear Amy's for us. Whenever we're uh, at that, well, let me get through this hypothetical, and then we'll 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 do our listener dear Amy's. Let's do it. So do this it. is dear Amy. My husband passed away a few years ago from melanoma. He was 26. He was sick for three years, battling vicious cancer before his death. Even though I was somewhat prepared, I was in complete state of shock and could not function, let alone plan a funeral. All right. My husband was so devoted to getting better that he wouldn't even talk about the possibility of dying. I wanted a simple funeral yeah. information. I, I know. I, oh my God. Sorry. To, sorry to interrupt, but that's something you can't do. Like you, look. Everyone wants to live no matter what, but you always got to pay some lip service to. Uh, well, what if you don't? You know, just to make sure you don't fuck over everyone after you're gone. I mean, I've planned my death, and I'm pretty healthy right now. Like I understand it's going to happen at some point. Uh, but so he, he didn't even, he didn't even talk about it. Right. right. I plan my death. Like I plan my life. If, uh, if anything happens, Wesley will take care of it. <laughs> uh, I wanted a simple funeral and cremation, but his mother and stepmother would not hear of it and quote, took care of the funeral arrangements at a local funeral parlor. What? When I received the bill, it totaled over $20,000. 
Yeah, well, if his parents um, did the arrangements, they get to pay the bill. That's fair. Oh, oh, there's more. Amy, my husband and I were together for seven years, but we were only married for six months. Uh, yeah, six months does not... Mm, that's tough, but six months is not a $20,000 funeral. I asked yeah. his mothers if they were aware that the funeral they chose cost that much, and they both responded that cost was not their priority. Well, the same... good. Now um, <laughs> that, that means they don't mind paying it. In the same conversation, they both said that they couldn't afford to help with the payments. As sensitive a subject as this is, the reality is that I have hard feelings that they would be so inconsiderate when they knew that we were a young couple and I was already swimming in medical bills. It's very hard to maintain a relationship knowing that they left me with this added stress. What do you think? I say fuck those old ladies. Never stop pounding them. Never stop pounding them till they pay for that shit. Because do you know how expensive cancer is in America? It yeah. is brutal. You are never going to stop paying for that shit. If one person in your family gets sick with cancer, you will be receiving $100,000 bills from the hospital till the day you die if you live to be 150. Like, there's no way you'll ever pay that shit off. I got a couple of questions. Number one, if you just stiff the funeral home, what are they going to do? Um, would they uh, repossess the coffin? I mean, it would ruin your credit, but uh, I'm not paying. I'm not paying if twenty thousand. Took care of it. How did her name get attached to it? That's the other thing. I'd be like fraud, fraud. They yeah. should pay for it. Yeah, um, to tell the funeral home to send the bills to those ladies. Tell them that you cannot pay for it. You will never pay for it. You did not set up these arrangements. They set up these arrangements. It's their bills. It's their problem. You wash your hands of this. You will never pay them a dime. I would think I would tell them, but, I'd be but like... But do, do be polite when you talk to the people at the funeral home to explain to them your situation. Be mean when it comes to the old ladies. Why be nice be to the polite. funeral home people? Those are all bloodsuckers. Yes, they... I know, but they're bloodsuckers that could be on your side when it comes to fucking over the old ladies. Uh, here's what I would do. I would, I, would, I would threaten the old ladies with this. I'd be like, all right, you know what? Here's the deal. That $20,000, that's not just for his funeral. That was all your funeral expenses, too, because I'm young, and you're going to die. And when you do, your funeral going to suck. I'm going to throw you in a ditch. Yeah, yeah, that was my original funeral plan. Just throw Fuck me behind it. a bush somewhere. I'd find out whatever they don't want, and I'd be like, you know what, ladies? We're not even going to have a funeral. I'm going to give both your fucking bodies to science. You know what, ladies? We're not even going to have a funeral. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking, you're gonna be some fucking slow roasted pork at the fucking after party. Yeah, I mean funerals, funerals are bullshit anyway. Like we, we we've seen, I think it was Penn and Teller's bullshit, where like yeah. they, how they, they rip they, you they off. Pray, they prey on you because you're at your most vulnerable whenever a loved one just died or is about or. After someone just dies, you're not in a good place to haggle over prices of coffins. So they convince you to buy, like, really shitty coffins that look nice, but they're actually pressure cookers that'll blow the body up inside of it. And people aren't aware of this. If they, if the coffin seals wrong or if it's made from the wrong material, if there's a lot of plastic in it, it cooks and blows up the body. It's a mess. If you... Here's my thing, and I'm going to state this Which, for the podcast so it is down on record forever and everybody can hear it if I die... Guys, come back and listen to those Muckrakers, episode 79. This is what I want to happen when I die. You ready for this? Yes. Nothing. Everybody go to a bar. Have some drinks. My body? Cremate it. And don't pay for an urn. And the only reason I'm saying pay to have it cremated is because it's kind of illegal to do it in your own backyard. Like, they, they have an issue with that. Cremate it, put it in, put me in a fucking coffee can. You know what I mean? As cheap as you can possibly get. If you want to be fancy, if you're like... Like, in, to... like the dude. Or the dude's friend, I should say. Yeah, in but like if you, 
if you're just like we want to, we really want to pay respect to peter's body here's how you can respect me if you absolutely must put money into it buy one of those there's these weird things where like you can buy like a tree and like put the pay to put the body in like the root ball of the tree and then plant it and then your body uh nurtures the tree as it grows and so your death has fed a tree and makes the planet better okay so everyone here's my funeral arrangement so you ready muckrakers episode 79 if i die just in case off chance there's no afterlife i want to be frozen and send the bill to wesley <laughs> i was like that's crazy expensive isn't it yeah yeah send the bill to wesley it's his, his problem now <laughs> i want to see how much it is to put your body in the root ball of a tree because huh. I, I i think that would be a classy way to bury me but uh i'm afraid that it's like oh yeah that'll be thirty thousand dollars you know what i mean how much is that root ball over yonder Biodegradable burial pods. Here we go. How right. much is that root ball? Alright, let's find out. Alright, uh, while I'm looking up this, I want you to tell me how much do you think this is going to cost? A root ball? Like a thing to put a body in to feed a tree with? Yeah, this whole thing, like putting your body under a tree and then planting it. Like, what do you think? Because um, funeral home people are leeches and they tend to um try to like gouge people for way more than they should i'm gonna guess 500 to a thousand what i think it should cost is around just a hundred for like the bleh but they probably want to pretend like they're trying to keep the body comfortable even though you can't feel anything at that point i just want to well you how much do you think it costs but five, um, god you know what realistically let's go with 2500 2500 $2, bob these fuckers uh these capsules are not telling me how much it cost and it's super creepy because i'm at the website and there's a picture of a hand hugging a tree and it goes hi dad hold on to, to the google amatron yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm google amatron in it right now but uh it's fucking taking forever uh so you're gonna say five... i'd like to buy a root ball that you feed a dead body to a tree <laughs> uh so you're god saying... i'm on a watch list now aren't i you're saying five grand i don't think you're on a watch list i i think you're gonna end up going to uh, uh the, these are all like just normal feed trees no 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 feed a dead human to a tree in a root ball price <laughs> i feel like that's not uh oh god there's intro music here in we go video. biodegradable burial pod turns your body into a tree cool uh yeah cost just google the cost oh really this is crazy cheap really yeah i still can't this is a cnn article about it and i'm it's not it's five hundred dollars Oh really? Yeah. All right. So here's the thing, guys. Well, oh, that that was my original price. Remember, I said five hundred to a thousand. I think you said I think, I think you I said, said five thousand. No, I said five hundred to one thousand, and later I said twenty five hundred, Bob. So this is a biodegradable urn, and it has a natural beige. I don't care about the tone; it's going in the dirt. Um, I don't. I was really hoping they wouldn't have a picture of a dead body in a ball. I'm like, please don't show me that. <laughs> so yeah, basically, guys, whatever the cost of fucking. Uh, cremating me is put me in one of these urns actually you know what i don't even think you need the urn here's save save yourself 500 dollars. dump my coffee can shit into a hole with the fertilizer and plant the goddamn tree i think ashes would kill the tree no ashes are good for trees really yeah huh i figured it would just be like there to soak up the uh the moisture and the nutrients and not let it get to the tree no ashes are good for trees man 
Okay, okay. I'm just picturing, like, certain areas of the uh, Dark Souls series where there's just ashes everywhere, where, like, a city burnt to the ground, and there's no plant life. It just smothers everything. I guess what kind of tree do you want? Yeah, I'm not talking about, like, volcanic ash where, like, everything is dead and smothered. No, no, ashes in the ground are good, like, for, for plants and stuff. Uh, what kind of tree okay. do you want, Pat? Um, Redwood. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I want like a redwood or a sequoia because I just, you know what? I feel like I'm going real cheap on the expenses. At the very least, I'd like to make a big dick statement with my death. Yep. You know, I don't want him to be like, which tree was Pete? Just be like, oh, that goddamn tree was Pete. He fucking <laughs> fell on my house! You know, like, I, I want to cause some <laughs> I want to cause some problems afterward, you know? I picture, like, it's a tree that's struck by lightning, part of it catches fire, then breaks off and falls on Sean. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just bury Sean <laughs> next to me. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. Like, I don't even want, like, because I hate the whole funeral home church fucking thing. Like, fuck all that, dude. Go to a bar. Find a nice but, dive bar. But also, but also you have to remember something that, uh, Penn Gillette said is that um, dying means that everyone's done with your bullshit. So your death is about everyone else, not you. So it does. So he doesn't care what you want. Yeah, I it's mean, what everyone else wants. You're right, but I just don't want everyone to have a miserable time, like sitting in a church, and then some fucking <laughs> asshole comes up and's like, "Oh, I forget. Uh, he was a. Here's some funny stories about the stuff he did. Ha! Like, fuck that, dude. Get Once he set a guy's hair on fire. Uh, it's funny. At the very least, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a fucking service for me, like at a church, get some drinks in there. I'm just saying, like. Make people loosen up and feel not terrible. I don't know. I guess go to the church and then go to the bar afterward. I, I mean, I don't even know why. God, can you that. imagine how much Miguel's going to cry at your funeral? Oh, oh it's never going to stop. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's why I want him to have drinks. No, that's going to make it worse. <laughs> okay, just require Miguel to be sober. Everyone else gets to drink. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> that's so mean. Uh, well, hopefully by the time I die, I will have made everybody hate me so much. Um, that, like, there will be no crying. Uh, well, I mean, you gotta work on your diet or you're never gonna live long enough to make that goal. That's true. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, too, like, it comes down to that, like, uh, you know, I think I was telling you about the woman's prayer yesterday where they're like, God, give me the confidence of a mediocre white man. Uh, like, it's like the confidence that, like, yes, I will have a funeral and those that I love will be in attendance. Like, why am I so confident that would happen? I might be the last one alive in a horrible, like, post-apocalyptic scenario, you know? Or I may see everybody I love die in front of me and then also die. Yeah, yeah. You know? <clears throat> That's, uh... Could happen. So, you know... <sighs> Speaking of mediocre white maybe men... If it's like, look, I, I understand, Wesley, that um, cryogenic freezing is uh, super expensive. <laughs> That's why I'm only going to require you to um, pay for mine. I'm not going to ask you to pay for anyone else's, okay? Maybe a couple other people, but that'll be it. <laughs> you just got to – I was about to say you could just freeze the head, but I'm like, no. No, I don't I don't necessarily want to wake up on an android body. So let's let's just keep the whole thing intact. And, you know, if it – if parts don't survive the freezing, I can use yours because you got to be frozen too to greet me when I wake up. <laughs> Poor Wesley. <laughs> I just want to die. I've been alive for so long. Just let it end. No, Wesley, stay. Oh. <laughs> so, so you had a so you had a dear Abby for us too that we we got more listener mail. 
Yes, we're actually getting listener mail now, like, regularly. It's fantastic. It's almost like people listen to us. We're so popular. Popular are we? Popular, populars can be. Making our mark, making our mark on society. We're the creme de la creme, not just another Jane Doe. Are you... Okay, what was that, Dylan? Are you going to read the Dear Abby, or you're just going to sing? I was enjoying singing. Singing little, okay. little toddler songs. <laughs> Okay, I saw an um, article about you the other day, and it said, like, mountain gorillas sing little food songs whenever they eat. Aw, that's adorable. Well, they're all dying off, too, so maybe they'll sing a little song about that. Aw. Okay, so uh, the name of this Dear Abby story is uh, Size Does Not Matter After All. Okay. <clears throat> Here, a I think it's supposed to be Dear Abby. Here, Abby, I have a friend who was treated like a doormat by his girlfriend. She even bragged to her friends at work that she usually takes her orgasms until he was done on the very rare occasion she did let him get sex. I was confused by that. I was like, what? Does, what I don't what is that? I don't know what that means. I, I don't either. But let's just forge ahead. <laughs> Turn turns out the whole time she was having an affair with another girl despite him being very well endowed. Well, right there, that seems like the, I don't know why she turned lesbian. He had a big old hog leg. Well, I don't really think that women become gay because that the size of penises. I think they're gay because they're born gay and they don't like penises. Maybe. Or she could just be bi. I mean... Yeah, I just, do, I'm do just saying... That, do you think that she's um, with a guy because society says so, but she'll also, you know, she's also willing to hook up with... Or, no, but she would prefer women is what I was it, trying to it say. It could be. Or just she's good with either one, but she's a cheater. Um, Well, she's definitely a cheater, but like it's also just like I just don't think that penis size is why people – I don't think penis size puts people where they are on the, on the sexual spectrum. I don't think that somebody's like, I was a straight man till I found a big old dick, and now I'm gay. Like I don't think that's how it works. That, you know – Maybe whenever I'm in prison, if I, um, uh, whoever I am the prison bitch of, maybe if he has a big old dick, I'll be like, you know what? That, um, that listener was right the whole time. This is a big dick, and now I feel, like, super into this. Look, I, uh, God, this is, this is such offensive territory. I'm going to say that if I had, if I had to be in a prison relationship, uh, like, if I was somebody's prison bitch... I would be prefer a, a smaller dick, is what you're at, about to say. At least, but, at least, but at, what if small dicks are bad? At least at Th first, then you you could be enjoying yourself. More. At first, I would enjoy a smaller. I would I would just I want to go slowly up the spectrum. You know what I mean? I would. I got you. I got you. That makes sense. I would enjoy a smaller. I would enjoy a smaller penis first, and then we can work our way up if we have to. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, it's like it, whenever you order a hamburger and it's just too big, and you wish you could like take some of the ingredients out but you can't because it's a penis oh it's like the hamburger i had yesterday when i was like oh i can't finish the rest of this the only difference is if you're a prison bitch you're gonna finish <laughs> the rest of it like you don't have a choice uh he came home one day and she told him to get out only with a small bag of clothes he blames himself for this because she convinced him it was his fault should I tell him she has been cheating on him with a girl the whole time? She has been abusing him and keeping him from his friends. That's like a whole other like thing that I'd like to hear more about. How has she been abusing him? 
Uh, I mean, that like that sort of sprung in at the very end. It's like, okay, she's cheating on him. How do you know? How did you find out that she was cheating on him? Like, are you friends with her too, or I, are are you the lady that she's cheating on yeah. him with? Um, I'm always a big fan of like tell him, but like, I don't know, man. If it's already gone south, like maybe tell him later. I don't know. He might already know if he doesn't. Like, it, that's a hard one. He just needs to go. She, she uh. She also told him to get out and handed him a, a small bag of clothes. Which means so that, are they like, already even, broken up? Yeah, which means if, not even all his clothes. Like, it sounds like, here are some of your clothes. Get out. Uh, here are some of your clothes. I've kept the rest for winter. Why? Yeah. I make it a squirrel nest. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like your typical bad, like, southern relationship. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, just a lot of, like, he don't even know that when he's out, I'm out, I'm, I'm eating coochie. Like, he's <laughs> like, all right. You know, there's a lot of guys, this is super weird, so a lot of guys uh, are like, oh man, it's kind of hot if my woman's cheating on me with another woman, um, but uh, I don't know, my opinion is cheating is cheating, like, it just, I don't know, I think people should be more open about their relationships in general, if you're just like, hey, I'm bi, so I want to go out and uh, sleep with some women, I mean, go for it, just tell somebody, <laughs> tell, tell, the, tell the person. Hi, hi. That would be weird. So if a woman said, hey, I'm bi, so would you consider this strap on? And she handed me like uh, a... I don't think that like they're like, I got a strap on and now well, I want you to put this well, fake women, vagina women in your on, butt. But you got to put it on the person or it's not as good. No, I think if they have a strap on, they're just going to use your fucking... It, it's, still, it's still on their crotch area. Fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> <look at> the gangs. <laughs> we... I mean, that's got to exist, like, somebody with a strap-on having sex with a flashlight, but, like, no one's going to enjoy that. I mean... It's like when you were a kid and you would make your, like, G.I. Joes have sex. <laughs> no one's really getting anything from that. Like, if you've got two real dolls and you're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make them do it tonight, like, who does that? I guess... Uh... I, c I couldn't do that anymore because then I would just be picturing, like, Mike Pence having sex with himself. You're gonna... Do they make a Mike Pence real doll? Uh, he is a real doll. <laughs> Fair enough. We, we established that. He is a real doll. Fair enough. That was a uh, that was a disrespectful question to real dolls. Of course, he is a real doll. Uh, exactly. My favorite... Okay, so... Oh, yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, we, we, we sidetracked on this one. <laughs> okay. Um, so... We actually have another Dear Abby that a listener wrote to us. Yeah. Now, um, we do want to keep the identities of our listeners private, so we won't reveal publicly who wrote this in to us. However, I will be reading this in Wesley's voice because it's from Wesley. <laughs> and uh, also, I have yet to actually screen this, so I don't know what to expect from it. <laughs> so uh, apologies in advance if it ends up being something like weird and raceless, like a Race. or racist, like um, <laughs> I'm racist, I'm, like a I'm, I'm raceless. What do you mean? I mean that my skin is transparent. Uh, I saw a black woman today. What do I do? If it's something like that, I apologize in advance. Uh, I have to actually pull the thing up. What an evil bitch! There, there is this lady outside making her son feel so horrible, telling him that he looks stupid and horrible because his clothes don't match. And I was tempted to say something to keep her quiet. Was there more? Uh... She went on and on for a good five minutes, telling him because he could not match his clothes all. He could not go into the store because people would think bad of her because his clothes don't match. 
Looks like she made him cry. What a bitch. Was this the one where they're outside of Walmart? Uh, I think it's at, like, the Fred's or whatever Wesley works at. I don't know why I invoke Wesley's name, because this was written by Anonymous. <laughs> well, that's a real Southern thing when you're just like, man, if we go into the Fred's and you're not, your clothes don't match, people are going to talk. It's like, dude, you're already in, like, it's a, if you don't know what Fred's is, it's like a smaller, trashier Walmart. Like... Uh, it's like a the dollar store if you can't afford the dollar store. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I'm, I really don't think that anybody is gonna be worried what you're wearing in the Freds because they're probably gonna be too worried over their own like meth sores, you know. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be wondering. Now I know that there's a uh, there's not a no shirt or shoes policy, but I ain't wearing pants. Do you think anyone's offended by that? But yeah, it's like, what do you do if you see somebody like emotionally abusing a kid in public? What do you do? Uh, you know, I'd like to say I would do something, and in video games I would do something, but in real life I'd usually just ignore it, because, I mean, if I actually see someone hit, I've never seen someone just hit a kid abusively. I'm trying to wonder if I've ever seen someone spank a kid. I've never seen but, I've never seen someone hit a kid, but that whole give me the... Uh, hit, hit a kid would be different. That would be very, very tempting to say, hey, hey. Or, or do something right like try to shame them into not hitting their kid but i've seen people yell at kids before and make them cry and i usually don't say anything because think... i'm just like you know it's it's a lot harder to be a parent than some people well i think you're i think you're just gonna make those it... kids drive parents insane i think you're gonna make it worse you know what i mean i, I feel like that, that person's too. gonna like go even harder on that kid later uh, but my my there's that too. But that whole but... give me the confidence of a mediocre white man that's got me in trouble a couple times. Saying that in public, suggesting it to people. No, no, this the confidence of like I'm a white man. I I'm mediocre. I can solve problems. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Well yeah, that's the premise of this entire podcast. Like we're 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 white men. We can solve problems. Tell us your problems. We'll answer them for you. <laughs> that should be the name of our show. The confident mediocre <laughs> white men. Let us solve your problems. Confident mediocre white men. Huzzah. Um, I did I tell the story in this podcast about when I tried to stop a fight on the bus. I don't remember, but you should tell us that. I'll story. tell you the story. So this was me like like you know the whole like, ah hey fellas um. I was on a bus a few years ago, a New York City bus. Nobody in New York City is happy to be on the bus. It's like the way that Obi-Wan described the most Eisley Cantina when he's like, <laughs> never will you find a hive full of more scum and villainy. It's just not a, not a good place to be. And uh, we're on the bus. It's packed. It's raining. Everyone's pissed. It's humid. And there's this mm -hmm. old, old, like, uh, there's this old man, and he's got, like, a fucked up old bike. And... I get annoyed when I see people with bikes on public transit because I'm like, you have a, you brought one means of transit onto a second means of transit? Get the fuck out of here. Yes. But he's not being polite. He's in people's way. They're trying to get on the bus. And he's very, very antagonistic. And so... It's like man spread, man spreading, but with an entire fucking bike. He's bike spreading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's just bike spreading. He's just irritating Oof. everyone. But like, we're all just like, whatever. And so he starts just sort of like... Yeah, I run this bus. What the fuck you gonna do? Like, and you can see he starts getting into his head that he's he's somebody now, and it's like poultry pots, my yard. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, like this, like the the chicken that lived at my buddy's house. Um, so he uh, uh, at one point uh, another old man, a big old fat man, goes to get on the bus with a cane, 
and uh, I guess has words with the bike guy, and the bike guy's like, yeah, man, fuck you, what you gonna do? And you see the old fat man kind of like look at his cane and like just really considering like, can I throw down one last time because it'll probably kill me? And just everybody's <laughs> irritated with this guy, and he's just like, cock-a-doodle-doo, motherfuckers. Like, I'm surprised he didn't throw the bus driver off and be like, I'm driving this bitch now. Like, that kind of pride, right? Yeah. So, but he fucks up because this other guy gets on the bus, and this dude, uh, like, nothing. This dude just, you could tell, he's made of just corded muscle. He's just boxer thin, just like a bantamweight. Um, mm-hmm. He gets on the bus, and, you know, the old guy's like, Yeah, man, fuck you. Welcome to my bus, motherfucker. Um, and so this guy kind of shuffles past him and goes to the back, and the dude's still just talking shit. And finally, the young guy that gets on, he goes, Hey, hey, man, calm down. It's cool. Just And I was like, oh, good. You know, somebody, somebody is going to step in, and, like, you know, humanity is saved, right? And he's like, calm down, dude. Yes. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, it doesn't matter... Uh, where you get off this bus, I'm gonna get off with you, and uh, I'm gonna kick your fucking teeth in. <laughs> calm, poli- calm, nice as pie. And hey, hey, guy, hey, look, don't worry, don't worry. It's all gonna be cool. It's all gonna be all right. Cause the second we get off this bus, I'm gonna beat the unholy fucking yeah, shit out of you. Yeah, but he did it so nicely, and you can see the old man just his face went. I have fucked up now. <laughs> so he, it, that is a hard thing to say politely even like then when i was like i'm gonna beat the fucking shit out of you like a bit of malice leaked through it's really hard to say that like stone that's cold that's calm. what makes it scary and so the old guy kind of gets quiet and we're driving along and then he just goes hey hey man come on it ain't no big deal and he just goes shh it's cool man listen <laughs> no, it's not a, it's not a problem just it doesn't matter where you get off the bus i'm gonna get off with you and i'm gonna beat the shit out of you okay and like it's just the old man's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come up with a plan. So they get off at my stop. Um, I got off first. Old guy jumps off with his bike and tries to hold the bus doors shut, which doesn't work because the bus driver's like, I'm not gonna drive away until you let go of the bus. Uh, young guy gets off, and so the old guy tries to jump on his bike and ride away. But you know, there's that like, I gotta build up speed first. Uh, young guy, yep. young guy knocks him off, and like they're running through traffic back and forth, and I'm just, I'm just <laughs> sitting there with like my bag, like just watching. And I finally, uh, when they were back on my side of the street, I talked to the young guy, and I just went like, uh, uh, "Hey, man, uh, he's just a stupid old man. Like, let him go." And he turns on me and goes, "Hey, man, you want to take his ass whooping for him?" And I went, "No, thank you." <laughs> but while he was turned to me the old man managed to get away and mm-hmm. so when he turned back to realize his prey was gone i also ran away that makes you a hero I guess. you did it you saved him successfully your mediocre white man powers saved the day yeah but it was like my mediocre white man like you know the way in my head it was just i envisioned more of a john wayne like hey pilgrim you're gonna <laughs> let that man go and that you know like but it just came Pilgrim, out. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to let that man go, or you're going to face justice at high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it, it just in my he- in my head, it went a lot more. Just like, listen, I'm putting a stop to this. I'm an authority. But when he when he in reality, in reality, it was like, oh, I know there'd be a few teeth knocked out of my head, <laughs> this but this is, too, is many. too many. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is too many. Because he was so serious about wherever you get off, I'm gonna, he was going to beat someone's ass, and I was the only <laughs> ass left. 
Yeah, so my mediocre white man was just like, I can solve problems. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Don't 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 solve both. That was when I lured him into the alley and shot him. <laughs> don't... Turns out he... <laughs> turns out he wasn't that strong. <laughs> wasn't stronger than a bullet. <laughs> I'm st- I still have part of them in my refrigerator. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my that was my mediocre fucking white man. You're not gonna tell us how you got away from him? I ran away to my apartment. <laughs> I locked the door. I thought I picture this being like something that just happened and like right now, bam, bam, bam. Hey, could you come out here for a second? Yeah, no. Uh, I... Your cat's out there with him. He's petting your cat. I hot footed it the fuck away, dude. Like I, I locked every door between me and the, the streets, and like <laughs> I was like, oh god. I kept looking out the window to see if he was looking for me. <laughs> you look out the window. He's just standing there, staring up. Um, but that was not. <laughs> that was the voice of death, though. That that was the. There's no anger. There's no posturing. You know, a lot of people when they get in in fights. There's a just like, gah, 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 I'm going to fuck you up. You know, la, da, 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 da. It's the guy that goes, hey, calm down. I'm going to cut your fucking throat, and then I'm going to kill your whole family. Like, that's the guy you got to be worried about. You know, heart rate yep. heart rate doesn't move, you know, like pulse steady and slow. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Well, I haven't tried to break up any more bus fights, so. <laughs> Have you had one that serious since? Uh, no, I just generally don't. I just ignore people now. Don't get involved. Okay. Well, we have, uh, God, only about 10 minutes left of this thing. So let's try to get into the news. Oh, man. So, yeah. So we want to talk about Baltimore. We do. We do. So uh, a lot of people were wondering why it was um, racist for Trump to tweet that Baltimore was full, was infested with rats and vermin that were breeding and full of crime and nobody really wants to live there. It's racist because he only uses the language like infested and vermin and breeding when he's referring to places where black and brown people live. He exclusively refers to places where they are known to live in greater population than white people as infested with vermin men that are breeding and crime well, he never uses that language for predominantly white places he insults predominantly white places yes but he does not use that kind of dehumanizing language you know what's really fun so, about that though that i thought was a fun neat little button for that what's that uh his son-in-law jared kushner owns a bunch of property in baltimore a bunch of slums so his own family are slum lords in baltimore yeah yeah um, he's a he's a real estate mogul. He's always been a slumlord. And the problem with it is, though, is Baltimore does suck. And apologies to Baltimore. I mean, there's a reason they shot the, 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 that show, The Wire, took place in Baltimore. It's a rough city. That being said, it doesn't excuse. Because like, it's the same way when he told it's, it's the president saying that the that the city that he is the president of is just shitty. Like, well, Trump, you do something about yeah, it. Yeah, you're the fucking president. Yeah, you're the president, bloated. asshole. Like, fucking. This is your fucking country. Why don't you fit? Yeah, that's the other problem, too, is like, it would be like if me as a teacher was like, you know what? Okay, look, fourth period is infested. It's full of crime. It's full of rapists. Like, that's your fucking class, bitch. You fix it. Like, you know, you don't you don't get to just be like, eh, not my fault. Like, fuck you, dude. Um, But yeah, but also like and people are like, yeah, but Baltimore is really bad. Yeah, we know it's really bad. Like, but. It's the same way when he told people to go back to their countries. The reason that was shitty and racist is because he never said it to white people. Yeah, yeah. 
And also a lot of, the, I mean, yes, a lot of the people he said go back to your countries too came from America. <laughs> but even that's beside the point. The point is, is that he only says that shit to people who aren't white. So if you're, if you've got the, if you've, if you've got the little piece of paper, the little flowchart that says, is it racist? It should just say, is it racist? And then there's an arrow that goes down to, well, do you say it to everybody or do you only say it to people of a different ethnicity? If you only say it to people of a different ethnicity, it's racist, and the next arrow should lead to go fuck your own face. Yep. Uh, it's the same. So, it's the same way. Uh, I've I've kind of worried about like mansplaining. Like like, am I misogynist? Uh, and then I realize I don't mansplain to women. I mansplain to everyone because I get super excited about topics, and I don't know if people are really really like into the Seven Kings of Rome or not. I I've never understood what... Now, okay, I mean, I get the gist of mansplaining, but I don't know what the limitations of it are. Is it that if you're a man, you can never explain anything to a woman? No, 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 no. Like, if, 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 you're, if you're a teacher and you're like, well, I've got to separate the male and the female students because I can't teach history to the women because then that would be mansplaining. No, it's, it's a flowchart. Okay, so flowchart. Is it mansplaining? The arrow goes down to, do you only talk this way to women because they're women? Okay, so how do I how do I prove to people that I speak certain ways to everyone if I am accused of mansplaining? I never have been, by the way. I'm just. I think you just speak the same way. You speak the same way to everyone. Uh, there's a really good book, and, I, and just let let the consistency show for itself. Yeah, there's a really good book I read called okay. "Men Explain Things to Me," and I didn't realize this was a problem because people don't mansplain to me because I'm a man. Uh, the author uh, was at a party. That, that's true. That's true. That, that's why it's so difficult for us to know that much about the world because we are white men, and part of our privilege is we were never treated certain ways, so we don't know that certain ways of being treated exist. But continue. Uh, so this woman was at a party with her friend who was like a PhD candidate and had written like a. a I can't remember what the book was on. It was something crazy technical that I don't understand. So they're at the party, and the host is talking to them, and he's trying to explain this uh, uh, scientific theory or whatever to these women, and her and her friend are like, oh, yeah, 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 she's got her PhD in that. And he's like, you should read this book. And she's like, you know, I wrote that book. I'm the author. And he kept explaining to them, even though they were like, she wrote the book you're basing this whole thing off of. Mm. Um. So that's mansplaining when you're just like you're just you're just bowling ahead with your explanation, even though someone's like, I have a Ph.D. I wrote the book. Yep. Yep. OK, I can see that. I'm trying to like the best thing I can think of right now is whenever I'm talking about uh, mechanics and Pokemon Go to new people. And I'm just asking myself, do I explain the exact same way to women and men and to the best of my recollection yes i think that's nerdsplaining you're like that's yeah that would be nerdsplaining this is how you do a curveball <laughs> yeah, but yeah like whenever it came to showing you how to quick catch i would not like even whenever you're like okay i got it i'm like yeah but no peter look at this well i wasn't like i, I wasn't you weren't explaining it i wasn't a um what do you call it uh i, I, I you, you weren't the guy that programmed yeah i didn't work it. for neantech like I, I i fucking i wasn't like i know how it works i programmed the game i worked on the last four pokemon games you know <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that's uh that's what that's what mansplaining um is i like to always do the uh what's his name uh jimmy from south park and i'm like uh he uh you, you know about this have you heard about this and then I, uh, I, I, I just I, I try to leave oh. gaps in the conversation to ask people if they how much they know about the subject because I like to talk about it. Yes, yes. But yes, Baltimore okay. not one of the best vacation destinations. 
Alright, so uh, the next topic in the news is it's what's fantastic is Mitch McConnell is finally <laughs> under the gun. For once. <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. Like, Mitch McConnell is a really bad person, if people are not aware of this, and he has been a bad person for a very long time, but he always stays out of the news because he's really good at pulling his head into a shell whenever the heat is on. Yeah. He's really good at disappearing. I guess when but, we talk about McConnell, we'd sing that little song, The heat is on, the heat is on. I don't know the rest of that song, but yeah. Yes, I Hound. Um, it's like whenever Ernest P. Worrell sings Oh Christmas Tree, and those are the only words he knows, so he just sings that the whole way through. Oh, Jim Varney, you were taken from us too soon. Burn, 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 burn. Yep. Uh, so McConnell voted down three unanimous uh, bipartisan bills, which would have helped prevent Russian election meddling. Him striking them down opens the floodgates to Russian interference in the 2020 elections, which is also when his election is up again. I'm going to side so... with McConnell on this one. and Well, I'm not <laughs> siding with McConnell. I'm going to actually explain why he did that. Okay, go ahead. McConnell received a bunch of money from voting booth company lobbyists and so I don't know if it's so much high treason as he's just getting that paper. I mean, oh, it's still I mean, it's yeah. still high treason. It's he's going to burn down the. He's, he's also I think I've the seen. richest guy in the Senate. But yeah, he's going to burn down. Yeah, the, yeah, by far. Burn he, down the country. The senator. Uh, so he can make some of that sweet vote machine cash. Well, but uh, I just like the meme that says uh, it's like McConnell saying, I, "I can see, I can see Russia all the way from my bank account." Yeah. Well, what, yep. so so hit us with the nickname that they're calling him now. I love it. <clears throat> this nickname has been trending for days on social media. Now they're keeping it in social media by changing it up slightly <laughs> all the time. But it's basically the whole time you're there, Moscow Mitch. Moscow Mitch is trending everywhere. <laughs> And they are keeping it in the news so well. Nice. Even during the Democratic debates this week, one of the Dems, I can't remember who, referred to him live on national TV as Moscow Mitch. Oh, God and bless And finally, so, so many people called him that, that Mitch McConnell himself actually addressed it before the Senate. He said that he called it modern McCarthyism, right? We're gonna, so, are we going to try to start calling him McCarthyism Mitch? <laughs> we're sticking to Moscow Mitch. We're not letting that... We're not letting that disappear. I don't know if we you are keeping the heat, rem- the heat on. I him. think it was the last time he was up for election, and this was. I actually like this other nickname better, but there was some uh, coal mining magnate, you know, the guy that had made his money on the backs of coal miners, and this he he'd actually just served prison time for unsafe mine conditions that killed people, but hmm. he uh, he ran a campaign, and he his campaign slogan was like, "Let's ditch cocaine, Mitch." Because I guess there was something to do with McConnell. Some weird, tenuous connection between McConnell and cocaine. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. His um, his his wife was accused of trafficking cocaine, I think. Uh, it wasn't even a real accusation. It was some conspiracy shit. But I love, like, yeah. let's ditch cocaine Mitch. <laughs> like, Moscow Mitch is working so much So let's better, ditch though. Moscow Mitch. It, it's sticking to him, and it annoyed him enough that he talked about it. I'm surprised... He even mentioned it. Most of the time when people have like this type of stuff, you know, hammering away at them, they never talk about it. Like um, every time Trump gives someone a nickname, they never address it. They never acknowledge it. But Mitch McConnell actually acknowledged his own nickname, Much... apparently unable to uh, take in what he's been enabling dishing out. Well, I want to start a challenge to our listeners. If we have any listeners that are bartenders or bartending inclined, I want to, if someone probably has already done this, I want someone to make up a drink called a Moscow Mitch. And I want to know what goes in it. A white Russian. Oh, I was going to say, it's probably definitely vodka-based. 
<laughs> yep. So, uh, by the way, also, um, back there, you remember how some people are trying to say that the whole election interference thing was like Obama deep state stuff? Yeah. And part of the reason why they say that is because Obama never made any official statements acknowledging Russian interference that's during because the 2016 of, that's election. That's because of Moscow Mitch. That's because of Moscow Mitch. McConnell's the one that blocked Obama from being able to, you know, formally announce this emergency. And I, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't like about Obama, but I will say that, like, that was, he was a president on his way out. And to see, to seem in any way like he was interfering with the election would have had dire consequences. He needed full Senate and congressional support. They had to go for it. If they, they were going to have to be bipartisan if they were going to come forward and say the Russians are fucking with our election during an election. But since and it was bipartisan, but Mitch McConnell blocked it. Yeah, so old Moscow, old Moscow Mitch, uh, fucking up our democracy. You know, so one of the things I was thinking about how horrible this uh, uh, this political thing that we're going through is, and I I had a ray of hope. I went, my God, this must be what it feels like to be a medieval peasant with a shitty king. Yeah. Like your only hope, yeah. your only hope is you're like, well, maybe he'll die. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's it. Maybe, maybe it'll be one cheeseburger too many. You're just you're just looking at the king to see how healthy he is, and you, and that's a thing too that I feel bad for medieval peasants is like those kings had so many close calls and still lived, and you got to be like, oh, maybe he'll die. No, nope. uh, the dysentery didn't take. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Oh, the the dragon got full right after he ate all the orphans, right before he ate the king. Yeah, oh. just, just in this weird, like, just like, what other means of political discourse do you have? I don't know. Praying that he'll die. Yeah. So, very quickly, let's talk about the Democratic debates. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hopefully we'll actually have some dim news coming up, and it won't all be so grim. Uh, but anyway, night one... So there, there were two different nights because there's like five million people running for the Democratic. I hate that. I hate that so much. It's like, dude, you got to clear the stage. And they probably will soon now that the debates have started. Um, fun fact, uh, this is the uh, – they're at the Fox Arena right now, and this is where Trump famously talked about his wiener on stage in a presidential debate. First person in first president in history in a national televised debate to talk about his wiener. To be fair, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson talked about his wiener a lot in private to people. Yeah. So anyway, night one, Bernie was on fire. Warren also had a good showing, and nobody else on stage mattered. I think that's about that's all I have it. written that's there. You... I have a few things. Um, Tim Ryan. Now, this was funny. He he thought he got a burn on Bernie when he told Bernie you don't have to yell at one point, and um. First of all, this is the perfect time in American politics to be yelling. Secondly, the saddest thing I've ever seen in politics was Tim Ryan thinking that he got such a sick burn that he actually put, you don't have to yell on merchandise the next day. Uh, well, I like what somebody said about it. They go, don't have to yell. They're like, he's just a passionate Jewish man, and this is how we talk. I, like, um, I think it was uh, Colbert that said, yell he's not yelling that's his whispering voice yeah. what do you mean what do you mean i don't have to yell i'm not yelling this is the voice i read my grandchildren bedtime stories with they didn't sleep until they were 30 he's because he's got he's got that kind of voice that you can just imagine like you're you're just driving down the road with your parents and he's just going off in that same tone about some some like mm -hmm. just inane like around town bullshit like and i looked at the prices for a new garden hose at the fred's 499 
That's outrageous! Like, you're just like, oh my... 499! That is bumpkiss! They should not be charging that much! They shouldn't charge a dime over $3.42! Last had my my last garden hose! Had it for 20 years! Cost me a buck ninety-nine! Like, that, like... You, it's just that you're just like, oh god, why are you putting so much passion into this? But yeah, it's just how he talks. Yeah, fun, fun fact, I can't even do um, Bernie's voice sitting down because my lungs can't expand that much. <laughs> I have to, always have to stand up to like really get a full voice. You know, the millionaires and the billionaires need to ride the I public liked, bus I like think me, it was the first Bernie debate Sanders. when they brought up well, one of the, the, the medical care for all bills. And Bernie was right. like, I wrote the damn bill. And I'm like, yeah. Yes, yes. They were like, uh, what was it? You, you, can't, you can't say that for sure. Yes, I can, because I wrote the bill. Or, I wrote the damn bill. He did say damn. Yeah. So. Oh, and the guy that saw like, or, go ahead and point, Bernie. And he's like, whoo, and he pointed. It's like, yeah, of course he points. That's what he does. He makes gestures. So my, my, so out of all the debates, the, and I didn't watch them. I should have, but I just, it's hard to do stuff. Um, the one person I didn't like, who everyone was like, she really crushed it, was Marianne Williamson. The, is that Oprah's friend? Yeah. So the reason I don't like Marianne Williamson is because she believes her spirituality-focused campaign can heal the U.S. She was also an anti-vaxxer and then, like, backed off of that. She is. She is. Oh, she backed off. I thought she still was. She, I, um, I know that she thinks that you can um, cure cancer by imagining it as um, Darth Vader taking off his suit and revealing an angel. Yeah, she's she's one of those people that doesn't believe. Well, maybe she believes in hard science. Now, for 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 the record, I really like her and I like the way she talks and I like this kind of uh, stuff. But I don't think that maybe someone who is president should. Yeah, talk. That she's way. well. Here's the thing, and here's my fear. Now, to, to, if she becomes the 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 nominee, I would vote for her in a heartbeat over Trump. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I'm worried that... But that's because I would vote for Moscow Mitch over Trump. Oh, would I vote for Moscow he'd Mitch be a, Trump? He'd be a way better president than Ooh. Trump. Yeah, yeah, I agree. At least he would stop embarrassing us on the national He's a stage. savvy... He's a savvy operator. I hate him, and I think he's the devil. He's the new... Um, uh, what was Bush's VP's name? He's the new Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. But definitely a savvy political operator. Um, so, but, but anyway. My problem with any of the Oprah Winfrey friends uh, or spiritual guides and self-help experts is at their base, they're charlatans and hucksters that are hurting people because they're telling people stuff like, you know what? You don't need those medications. What you need is to read my book and just live positively. That does yeah, it. Yeah, that's what help everyone like some people have uh, serious mental and physical illnesses that need medication yeah that's what killed andy kaufman is that he went to like some uh shut sh yeah, what's the word Huxt shyster 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 H huckster charlatan fucking yeah liar. out yeah. and um out somewhere that could uh remove his cancer and he realized it was just a slight you know a, a palming trick of oh here's your your cancer but a lot of those people on on over the winfrey show are like uh, like the even dr oz had to do a senate hearing about his fake bullshit medicine like um but yeah she worries me because she seems like she would be my one of my biggest fears which is like the coming of the leftist trump so now he's a super now you know you get a super duper like feel good person that makes bad policy decisions but they make you feel good that's why they like trump on the right because he makes them feel good you know yeah yeah he can't actually solve any of their problems and in fact he makes them all much much worse but they feel good and one of the things we'll probably run out of time before we can really get into it um is uh she also believes that a hundred billion in reparations for slavery over 10 years that's a hard one that's a really hard mm. one. Um, I, 
I, uh, I've thought about reparations for a long time, and the conclusion that I came to is I'll just let other people tell me what the right answer is. Yeah, it's... I, I, I don't know. That's that's difficult for me to say. Because, I mean, we're... So we would be giving... or People who kind of sort of look like people who owned other people who uh, now kind of sort of look like the people who were owned are paying each other money, but none of them actually participated in that. But at the same time, white people have been... T- terrible and a lot of the jim crow white people are still alive but yeah uh, anyway. it's very and, and and how much we kept how much the white man kept the black man down it's uh forever has definitely cost a lot of people a lot of money yeah, that they it's earned. it's very it's very very difficult and we're, we're we're far enough removed from slavery that just i think that it would be a logistical nightmare on how would you do i, I was wondering if we owe um reparations just for how shitty we were to everyone in the 60s and even 70s frankly i mean i think we and and further back from that of course. i think reparations for the jim crow era would make more sense yes yes that's that's what i was um, um but the problem is the, I, I wonder if we should but you run in that. you run into a logistical nightmare of how you distribute that money accurately and fairly uh, not to. I like the Chappelle show where there was just like a giant truck full of Newports that someone was driving away in. Yeah, and like not not even to mention just like the anger and like the other problems it would cause with people that, you know, what about the abolitionists that lost their lives uh, during slavery? Do they get reparations for that? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of like ins and outs, um, oh. and I, I don't think she's the woman to figure it out. Like, cause she's just a self help, you know. Um, my my love uh, my and I think I actually might switch from AOC to devoting the podcast uh, to Elizabeth Warren. Uh, she is yes, fant- I do love Elizabeth she Warren. Fant- She's my number one pick for president. She right is now. fantastic. I may just write her name in uh, for president, she, even if she doesn't win the nomination. She, she has a quote that uh, that I really really liked during the debate, which I thought. Oh, fuck! Let me run back to my notes. Well, while you're uh, look- actually, I think I- while you're looking at your notes, you did send me a clip of. Uh, my favorite, Chris Matthews from Hardball. Um, Chris Matthews has always been famous for just shouting people down. And so yes. Chris Matthews was interviewing her about Medicaid for All, I believe. And uh, he was just like, I'm Chris Matthews. Will your taxes go up? Yes or no? And she refused to answer the question the way he wanted. And she goes, but it's yep. not about that. It's about the cost uh, that it's going to save people, that people are going broke that have insurance that have to pay for stuff. And he's like, why, why uh, don't what, you answer the question? I'm Chris Matthews. What, what's the net savings here? What's the economic... Yeah. Or what What difference will it make economically to people and in the end they'll come out ahead? Because here's the thing. He's arguing the way... What's that guy called? The, ben, the right yeah, wing? Yeah, Ben Shapiro. I can the lips. Ben, yeah, Ben Shapiro. It's that same... It, it, same he was a Ben Shapiro argument where his idea isn't to actually debate you. It's to ask you a trick question where no matter what you answer, either he he's right or you're a baby killer. Exactly, yeah. So you basically, she, you basically, Yeah, trap. like we've done this before in the podcast where I was like, ask me about anything and you ask me about something and I like tied it into like killing children i'm like well do you agree with killing children yes or no and so that there's got to be a name for that debate style but it's irritating it's not an actual like you're not debating the topics you're just trying to box somebody into answering your question by badgering them like you know uh until they answer your question in a yes or no format 
Right, you're, you're just pulling them over to your playing field. You're setting the rules, and the rules say that you win. So he's like, well, does it raise taxes, yes or no? And she's like, that's the wrong question to be asking here. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, would it raise taxes? Who cares? It's probably going to tax the shit out of the rich, but I don't care about I'm gonna, the rich. I'm gonna, the I'm fact gonna... of the matter is everyone will benefit more. It is way more cost efficient just to give people health care yeah. than our current system. I'm going to go ahead and say this, buddy. Uh, you know, I'm broke, and it's not from paying taxes. <laughs> It's the cost of living. Yeah. Uh, taxes take a chunk out, sure. Uh, but it's not like taxes are what's making me poor. Yeah. So uh, Warren said something really good at one point during the debate. She said, and I'm paraphrasing, you, you don't win the presidency by talking about what you can't do. Yeah. That's also what bothers me when people are like, we can't do this, we can't do that. Well, then what the fuck can we do? Yeah. So true. So just remember, Obama was all, yes, we can, not maybe I'll uh, think about it if it's uh, in the budget. He was, yes, we can. Fired up. Ready to go. That was Obama. <laughs> as, and as much as I hate the, um, the bloated, shitty, derpy Trump, uh, he always said that he would build the wall and deport them all, not maybe we'll inconvenience a few Mexicans and slow them down a bit. And, oh, they're going to be so mad when they have to I would love it if he forms. changed his whole political program to, like, make Mexicans inconvenienced again. <laughs> the, but the winners of these types of elections are the ones shooting for the moon and promising people... You know, the moon and the stars with easy-to-digest sound bites. Because listen, guys, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, okay? Last time we shot for the moon, we got there. The Dems on stage were talking... Or the Dems on stage that are talking about how to budget health care can't win because they're not selling people a message of... That would... They're not selling people a message that would appeal to stupid people is what I'm trying to get at here. They already, no one, the Democrats already have smart people, the smart people vote locked up, but that's only like 5%. They gotta, that's not enough votes to win. They gotta sell the message to everyone now. So they need their sh- short little sound bites of, we're gonna give you healthcare, we're gonna give you college, we're gonna give you all this shit, and you know, even if we don't, we'll be working towards it. So, But don't say even if we don't, never bring up that point. <laughs> listen, man, yeah, you're trying to win, you're not about, like, don't, don't, don't get them, don't bore them with the dollars and cents, just hit them with, and also, like, just expand Medicaid, like, just do it, yeah. like, just, Medicare for all, yeah, Medicare, Medicare for all, Medicaid for all, and you know, we wouldn't even have what we have right now, if not for, uh, fucking, I was about to say LBJ, not him, um, FDR, if not for FDR, well, we wouldn't LB, even have what we have well, now, we, well, LBJ gave us fucking Medicare and Medicaid, so, uh, I, I meant, I did, I did mean LBJ, then. even the shittiest, I, sorry, I got, I'm, get, I'm getting initials mixed up. Yeah, man, even the shittiest president of the 70s, uh, uh, um, Nixon, gave us the EPA. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's, God, I so missed that, where the last criminal president we had was at still least a good guy if you weren't Jewish. <laughs> or black or a hippie. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Trump is not only bad to all the people he hates, he's bad for all the people he likes. Like, he's bad for everyone. He's a total worthless sack of shit. He's completely wasting our time, and Americans' government's running on a skeleton crew, and a fuckload more people just quit this week. Did you know? Do you know how many House Republicans are stepping down? Oh like, man! Like, well, like another eight this last week. It's the it's the Senate we need to step down. I want to talk about one more guy before yeah. we go. Uh, my favorite, my favorite, I call him my favorite Democrat, uh, John Delaney. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean that like sarcastically. He's a fucking. He's a. He's a. He's a soft Republican. He's a. He's a soft penis Republican, is what he is. Hmm. 
Go on. Uh, the only thing he said that I like, uh, he brought up that like young people should have to serve two years um, in like uh, federal service somehow, and I 100% agree with that. I just don't like what I think he would oh. do with it, which would be to force you to work for a corporate, a for-profit corporation. I think you should have to work in the oh. public, public sector. You can't work for a corporation because that's just slave labor. Yeah, yeah. You should have to work and for the post office I, I or in the capital or in the agree. army. I don't agree with forcing people to work anywhere. I don't agree with forcing people to do anything. Like the entire time I was in school, elementary and high school, I was against that. But as an adult, I see why it exists, but I just wish the entire school system would be overhauled and the current person in charge of schools will not do it because all she wants to do is make private schools. Um, well, a lot richer. of our, a lot of our, um, a lot of other countries do it and do it very successfully. And the reason I want it when you turn 18 you have a certain period of time to serve two years military, like I said, post office, like something to do it somewhere in the public sector, because I think it builds a national identity. I think it gives us job training. Uh, and I think it's just generally good for the country, but I don't think we should do it if they, if they, if we let the corporate interests be like, Oh, we're going to force kids to work for me. Hmm. But fuck, uh, but my point is fuck John Delaney overall. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this soft penis Republican. Get the fuck off the stage. I mean, a lot of the people up there on stage are polling less than 1%. Like, they're polling within the margin of error. They might not have anyone that supports them. Um, but he, I mean, so, he does have... But uh, Warren is doing better and better. So is Bernie. Biden is still the top runner, and I don't know why. Like, he's... um No. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't had a single fist pump moment yet. And I think I know why... I think I know... Actually, I do think I know why he's doing so well. But first of all, I was going to say Biden was part of night two. Which was last night, and everybody just everybody just beat on him, right? Yeah, the entire time. But uh, I have a, two things to say about that. One is um, straight from the get go, he had a gaffe when uh, Kamala Harris came out to greet him. Biden and Kamala were the first two people up on stage because of their famous exchange at the last debate. Uh -huh. And um, when Biden greeted her, he said, "Go easy on me, kid." And everyone gave Biden shit about that. Like, the internet was on fire. Hey, he's talking down to her! He's like, no, he's an old guy, and that's no, how they talk. No, that's... That, that, it's stuff like that that makes me like Biden. Um, yeah. Even though I don't want him but, to be president. He's just got that affable, like, go easy on me, kid. I've only been here for 20 years. Like, that's just a funny, like... And then he puts on his aviator but, sunglasses, and we play the end music of Top Gun, you know? But the other thing I was going to say is fucking CNN just wants to turn the candidates against each other. The entire time they're trying, uh, they're so they, – they just want the spectacle over the substance of the debates, yeah, basically. Yeah, they don't absolutely. care about people actually talking about points. They're just framing all the questions as, so so-and-so said shit about your mother. Are you going to take that shit? Yeah. Like, your, your response? Fucking go. Like, what? what? And that's, that's why they introduced Biden first and then Kamala Harris second. Kamala Harris, by the way, is my – probably my – third choice right now for president it would be like warren uh, actually kamala might be second warren kamala then bernie would be my top three choices right what? now so i guess and i know we're running out of time what happened to beto o'rourke like he was like on fire and then oh, like no. then, he is not doing well. and just everyone goes wait a minute why did we why did we oh we like this dude Cause, cause he, because because he wasn't ted cruz because he wasn't ted cruz but yeah now that like the options are more than ted cruz everyone's like ah he just seems like another mediocre white man yeah, yeah. And um, but Biden, I know why Biden's doing so well. It's because he's not doing so well that everyone likes him. 
because oh first of all they know the name they know the face so that gets them to pay attention to him and then all he does is just bumble and fuck everything up and that makes them like him because that's so much more relatable than people that are actually doing a good job and that just reminds me of um john oliver talking about boris johnson saying he's a bumbling oaf and that's why everyone finds him so relatable and likes him so much well the thing about again biden is a soft penis republican um Yes, he is. He's one of the few and that's, that is not talking about giving everyone health care, so fuck that's, him. That's why yeah. he's not in my top three. That's why he's polling so hard, because Republicans feel safe if, I mean, uh, yeah, if Republicans had to vote Democrat, uh, they would vote they Biden. But they're not going to vote Democrat. They're going to vote hard dick Republican. So, like, I don't understand why we keep trying to be like, well, maybe if we just put a soft penis up there uh, and, and call it a Democrat, that they'll be okay with that. Like, that's why he's polling so high. Fuck him. Your time, yep. your time's over, old man. Fucking, yeah, uh, get off the stage, kid. Like, yeah, I mean, he seems like a guy that'd be fun to have a beer with, but I don't want him to be president. I. So that's that's my whole, my whole spiel on the the Democratic debate. When are we gonna get the Republican debate? There's not one. What? There's not one? No, no, it's just Trump. He's the only candidate. That's not fair, because I was going to ask about that. I'm like, so if the party backs the, the current in-office president, does he still have to debate with other Republicans? No, only against the Democrat candidate. And that's only going to be in, like, next year in October. I wanted to see some Republican challengers. I think they should still have to have a debate. Uh, I mean, a couple people have challenged him, but, like, no one's paying them any attention. Yeah, so what's going to happen is the Democrats are going to chew each other up, and then Trump's just going to walk in, and, like, no one's going to have been chewing on him. Yeah. Because I would just love to see his own party challenge him uh, for the shit he's done over the last couple of years. That would be amazing. I mean, all the people that hate him for what he's doing are leaving now. Like I was saying, uh, eight more people left this week. And the, um, fucking, the person fucking, who's in charge of... I'll say this about did, them. Fucking cowards. Did you know that the person in charge of intelligence in the U.S. just stepped down and got replaced with a toady? Um, well, I mean, I was surprised that there was any U.S. intelligence left. Hey-o! Hey-o! <laughs> but yeah, fucking cowards like you were just saying. Going back to the... I'm going to retire my seat. Uh, Bitch, house. why don't you stand up for some shit that makes sense, you fucking cowardly motherfucker? <laughs> Because they said it was fun when uh, they were the majority leaders in the House, but now that they're not, it's just no fun. And they're like one person who was in charge of agriculture said, Well, I'm not in charge of agriculture anymore, so I just don't like it. I'm going to leave. Oh, oh, did, did, is it hard to govern the government? Oh, poor baby. Fuck you. Yep. Fuck them all. Yep. Fuck them all, Pat. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Eat the rich. <laughs> and fuck Tom Delaney. You fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Tom Jelani just looks like the kind of guy that would call the cops because I was using the pool at the apartment complex I lived in, but he didn't believe I lived there. <laughs> yeah. You know, every apartment around me has a pool, but I don't. I'm just going to go swim in one of those pools and see how long until I'm arrested. Well, just wait. Just be careful that you don't run into a Tom Delaney. <laughs> He'll definitely call the cops on he me. He seems like the kind of guy that would call the cops. <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's there? The audience replies, and you're like, Who the fuck are you, people, and where am I? I didn't say I had, like, a dementia fit. <laughs>